Business is brought to you by Audible.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share tips and tricks and stories of what it's like to be a married couple that has kids and owns a business and is involved in a lot of things. And that's what we're going to talk about today, specifically. That is what we're going to talk about today. But Allison, what's going on with you? How have you been? I'm freezing. I know. It's cold. It's rainy. It's rainy and I'm wearing my sweatshirt and I've got a hoodie on and I'm still not warm enough. I want to wrap myself up in a blanket. You know what's the problem with this like early springtime of the year, this like March, April, early May time, is that it's cold still. And you like you get in your head, you get through February and you get in your head, hey, it's warm time, baseball's starting, things are happening, and then you realize it's still cold. I mean, we're in New England, it's still cold until almost Memorial Day. Well, you know, they say April showers bring May flowers, but now I feel like it's May showers. It's just yeah, chilly. May, May showers bring May flowers later in the month. So anyway, um, Allison, this week, one of the things, we're, like we said earlier, one of the things we're talking about is what we do, some things that we do to help balance our kids and our business and everything that's involved with that. Yeah, I like how you said we were, when I said, oh, what topic are we going to talk about? You said balancing the business and the kids on your head. <laughs> yeah, and that's what it feels like sometimes. Today it did. Yeah. Today was a business family balance day. We had one kid home sick. We had people coming to the office, so we definitely had to have people there for meetings. And it was definitely a divide and conquer and take care of. Oh, and don't forget, somebody's got to get our oldest kid to and from school. Yeah. And it's and I guess it's one of those things where, I mean, we're I, I consider us very lucky that in a lot of ways, when you own your own business like we do, it's it's not a nine to five job. And we say that all the time. Like people who own their own business say, well, it's not a nine to five job. But they say it like in such a bad way, like, oh, I work 80 hours a week. It's not a nine to five job. But there are also pros to it not being a nine to five job. Yeah. you It gives you the flexibility in other instances to work from home when somebody's sick or to be at the baseball field when the coach moves the practice from Wednesday at 5.30 to Tuesday at 4. I'm the coach. Yeah. Sorry about that. Well, but again, some kids couldn't make it because they didn't have a ride. Right. And I think that, you know, one thing as business owners we need to remember is that we're lucky in a lot of those ways. And so it makes, sometimes it makes balancing the kids better because you control your schedule a little bit better. So you might have that ability. But I also think that there are times when I feel like, especially as the mom, that um, I'm not giving anybody the attention and the love they need. And so I'm not giving the kids the attention and the love they need. I'm not giving the business and the business kids the attention and the love they need. I feel like sometimes because I'm trying to serve everybody, I'm serving no one. Yeah, it's that guilt, that anxiety of like, I'm, I'm doing everything and nothing all at the same time. Um, something I saw on Facebook as I was preparing for talking today was a really good meme and it'll be one of the things we talk about a little bit later on but it was talking about how to make the decide what your priorities are and because you can't be everything to everybody um, that everything that you have to do is broken down into three things things you want to do things other people want you to do and things and I forget what the other one was but it was like things you want to do and you need to do and things other people want you to do that you don't want to do and you don't need to do. And it was like, you've got to look at the, what the things are that you're being asked to do 
and do you really need to be doing them? Yeah, and I think that's, you know, that's part of it. And and one of the things I guess we should start with is like to know your priorities, know your values, know what is important to you and important to your family, and that you know, and business is going to be one of those things, but not necessarily always, you know, important to your business. It's, it's got to be built around you. And Michael Hyatt, who we are big fans of and talk a lot about his full focus planners and a lot of the, you know, a lot of the books that he's written has a great book to kind of help you with that. We did. We were, we were definitely people who said yes to everything. If anybody asked us, can you help? Can you lead? Can you run? Can you do it? I was, of course we can. We'll figure it out. And I think we just said yes to so many things that we didn't even want to do sometimes. Right. That we were so overwhelmed and overburdened. And we, um, somebody had suggested the Full Focus Planner, which introduced us to Michael Hyatt and his books. And so we read the um his book living forward and did the exercises and it was really about making he walked us through how to make a plan to know what to say yes to and what to say no to and not feel guilty about saying no and it was like an eye-opening experience and it took almost oh, i think we're still working through getting out of some of the things that we had said yes to before we did this but it's so much easier to say no we're not right now because we have a plan and we sat down and we did it on paper on purpose. Yeah, My, Michael Hyatt, um, he was he was in the publishing industry. He you know worked for big publishing companies and kind of grew through it. And his story is great, but he tells a story about how he was in a restaurant one day and he thought he was having a heart attack and he felt like his life flashed before his eyes and he was lucky they had to call nine one one. He was lucky it was just like a severe case of heartburn or indigestion, whatever. But it really opened his eyes to being a little bit more intentional and a little bit more focused on, you know, figuring out what you want to do and what is important to you and not being always so stressed out about work or family or about how you're not doing good enough at work and you're not doing good enough with your family. And that's kind of where all of this was born uh, with him. So if you get a chance, uh, definitely check it out. Between the Full Focus Planner, his books, I mean, his, he's great, michaelhyatt.com is his website. It, I mean, it was, it really did affect us in the last five years. Yeah. And I think that it really helped us by doing it together. We were able to come up with uh, common goals too for the family. And I think that once you kind of lay out and intentionally know what your purpose and your values are, then you can figure out what your schedule is going to be like. And we talk about doing, making an ideal week and so that you have time for everything that you want to do. Um, and I can give myself permission to work on things at certain times and not work on things. And then I don't feel guilty. Um, the laundry would pile up. And so finally I got to the point where I said, okay, I'm going to do laundry on Mondays and Fridays. If I don't do laundry any other day, that's okay. Because those are the days I do laundry and people in our extracurricular activities know I checked I check Cub Scout emails on Fridays. Don't expect a reply back to me before Friday because that's when I check the emails. Again, unless we have an event or something coming up. But I'm not going to feel guilty because I'm not doing it every day and responding immediately. Yeah, and I think that one of the things that you and I have worked really hard on in the last you know, handful of years is to kind of slow down, to set those goals, to communicate to each other and, and not – you know, we've grown. And what's funny about it is we I think our fear was is that we weren't going to grow our business. If we let those things go and we weren't so like hyper focused and, you know, so full on, you know, fifth gear into the business that it would start to slip 
in, in a lot of ways, because we've taken a step back and taken better care of ourselves and our relationship and our relationship with our kids, it's actually helped our business grow because we've started to rely more on other people to do it. So it's helped us grow as a company. Right. And we've ha- we have more white space to look at what's working and what's not instead of being constantly on this w- hamster wheel. Right. And then so going back to Allison to to uh, setting goals and, and you know, being focused about those things, those are things that you and I do together. Yes. We have individual goals, but we look at our home goals and our work goals together so that we're setting them in unison so that whatever we're doing is complementing each other and the team, whether we're at home or we're at work. And we're big schedule people. So like a lot of that, you know, we're going to schedule those vacations months in advance. We're going to make that budget for the whole year for both work and home. What gets written down gets done. Even if you don't hit it 100 percent, you're more likely to get it done because you've blocked out the time. Yeah. And then on top of that, I think for us and we've actually we actually just had this conversation at dinner tonight about communication and communicating with each other and communicating with other people. And I think that that's something that's really helped us along the way is, you know, we communicate with each other all the time. We know where every, we know where we stand. We know what the other person is expecting. We know when the other person's mad. We know when the other person's mad. We know when, so communicating and, and remembering, you know, to not just expect or assume that you know what's going on or I know what's going on. We always communicate. Yeah, I just have to assume that you're just oblivious and you don't know and I have to tell you. <laughs> I mean, but the re- the reality is is it's narcissistic of me to think that you will or anybody in our office or in our life will be so in tune with us that they're going to know. How is Jenna, my one of my my best friend Jenna, going to know that I'm annoyed and let down? If I don't tell her, because I haven't talked to her all week, like, you know, or how am I, how are you going to know that that basket of laundry is really starting to make me mad because it's been sitting there and you haven't put it away? I can't, I can't be mad at you until I tell you that the expectation is if it's still there tomorrow, I'm going to be mad. Well, and this is something we, you and I learned very young in our lives. And, And part of it was, is because, you know, I was a communication major in college. You took a lot of communication, made a lot of communication classes for your major while you were in college. And there were a couple professors, Dr. K. Long, Dr. Danette Eifert, who really helped us, you know, sort of learn those tactics of not only persuasion and talking and sales like what I do now, but also how to like the interpersonal communication between each other. My biggest regret in college is not auditing Dr. Eifert's persuasion class when she asked me to. Yeah. That was a great class. You should have taken it. It was a good class. (sighs) I had work studied, which I still could have done both. (laughs) But so, you know, that's, that's one of those things is like, I think a lot of times people forget, you know, how important it is to make sure that your spouse, your significant other and your children So we do it with our kids, too. Right. You know, one of the things about balancing running a business and having a family is making sure that you've got that village around you and that you do communicate. We can't do everything all the time. And it's okay to reach out to our friends and say, hey, Jenna, I really need you to help me with the kids today. Or, hey, I really need a mom night or a dad night or something because no one's everyone wants to help and be there for you. That's why they're part of your lives. But they don't know that you need them unless you tell them sometimes. Yeah. And telling your telling the children, making sure they understand what their expectations are. I mean, even down to like a daily, ta- like you're going to come home, you're going to do your homework, and then you can have TV time. And then we're going to have dinner. And, the, you know, 
being as upfront and don't expect everybody to know what is in your head, the schedule that you have, you know, going on in your head. So that's really important. The other thing, and and I want to talk about delegating things, Allison, you know, we, we, you and I have this, we always have said this, we divide and conquer. You said it at the top of the show, we divide and conquer a lot. And you have to. You have to. You can't do everything. Yeah. You know, we, yesterday at baseball, I brought you guys, went down to baseball with you, made sure everything got set up, watched the first part of the game, ran and did something else, came back, you know. I hated to miss that middle part, but I was there for as much as I could be, but also got the other things done that I had to get done. And I think that's a, a lot of times, you know, I see families and and it's great. You want to show up to every, I, I want us to go to as many events as possible, the four of us as a family, but we have to be realistic about our time and what needs to get done. And it's okay to say no. We, Saturday we have opening day for Little League and our school is doing an event and I want to be at both. And I think, and it's sad that the kids are going to miss their friends at one of them, but I have to be realistic about how much we can take on. And so one of them has to give and this time it's going to be school. Next time it'll be something else. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think that's that's really important. Other other things with delegation, Allison, what about chores? What about things at home? It's not my responsibility to take care of everything. Um, so we we divide up everything. Uh, you cook, I clean, I do the laundry. Um, but now that the kids are bigger, they have to do things around the house to help because we do some things because you live here, you have to do them, and some things to earn your chore money. Um, now that... We, what's age appropriate, they're adding, and I'm letting them know that, okay, in fifth grade, you're now gonna be doing this these things. So be prepared that next year, you're a little older, you're gonna do a little bit more. And it takes a lot off of me to be responsible for all of it, and they're learning to respect their own space. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's like, they're learning to manage themselves. They're learning to be, you know, this is how you teach a child to be an adult. You don't make their bed for them every day. You, you know, you don't clean their bathroom for them. Nope. They, they have to learn that stuff. Yeah. my, You know, at 8 and 10, they each clean a half bath. I don't ask them to clean the tub, but they have to clean the counters, the toilet, the floor, make sure there's toilet paper. They each have a staircase and a room to vacuum. They each... Make um, their own lunches every they day? Have to make, they have to make their own lunches and get their breakfast every day. Um, they have to gather the trash together. That's a joint chore, um, which is hilarious sometimes because yes. it's a you've got to find a way to work together on it and then i told them next year in fifth grade you've oh and they have to bring their laundry to the laundry room if they want it washed i won't wash it otherwise yeah um so when they start complaining that their laundry's overflowing they're starting to learn that there's no magic fairy that does these things for them um in fifth grade they'll be big enough to reach it, the washing machine so they'll have to start doing their own laundry and not all those chores are chores that they get paid for correct like bringing your laundry downstairs isn't a chore you get paid for you get paid by having clean underwear right you want clean clothes you've got to bring the stuff down right. you, you the you know you everyone eats so everyone has to help with the dishes you don't get paid for that you ate in the kitchen. And I think a lot of that, Allison, stems from, you know, we talk, we're, you know, this episode's talking about balancing, you know, work and home and, you know, being a parent to your kids. And I think a lot of that, too, is like it stems from our background as business owners to try to teach them, you know, some responsibility and and to teach them, hey, you can you can make like, we do a thing every week that I like. We don't do it every week, but we try to do it every week. We do bonus chore. So there's always like a floating bonus chore that, you know, maybe I'll need help out in the yard or there'll be something random that has to be done around the house that if they do, 
they get they'll get their bonus chore for it. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to teach them all of those things to help them understand that, you know, the harder you work, the more the more you take control of stuff, you know, you can do better for yourself. And yeah, they're my babies, but I can't baby them. And I can't do everything. You know, my the Roomba's running three days a week and we're we're all doing a little bit of everything. And then there are some times where I just have to suck it up and be okay with the way it is. Well, and, and here's the thing. There are, Allison, sometimes that you need to take care of yourself to unplug. You need to, you know, I've gotten into this thing. I, I'm I'm really starting to get into exercising. I'm in my mid-40s. I need to take a little bit better care of myself. So I'm trying to be better about that. So you, you know, you need to remember that you know, I won't necessarily say I treat my body like a temple, but I try to treat it better than I used to. And so you need to take care of yourself as well as your business and your kids and your spouse. Right. And when you go through all of it, it just can seem daunting. You know, and I will admit that I am really bad about it. I may not, I may be petite, but like I don't eat great and I don't drink enough water and I don't exercise enough. Um, and where I'm at the stage now where the kids kind of get on me about it and our team is doing a better job of, in the office of saying, hey, did you eat something? Hey, what'd you eat today? Um, because I think that I just start going and I go and I go and I go and I go and like I just don't remember that I need to take care of myself. Yeah, you need to take care of yourself. You, and you also need to find time to unplug. I mean, being engaged all the time is exhausting. Like it can be it can be mentally exhausting. So you need to find time to to unplug. And, you know, we talk about it, you know, we've talked about it before where we don't keep our phones in our bedrooms and we try to limit hours in which we take phone calls and texts and all of those things. And then for us, and we started this, we got really, really good at this um, when the kids started to get a little bit older. We don't eat in front of the TV all that often. No, it's a special treat. Yeah. And so we eat together as a family. We sit at the table. You know, most of the time when we eat in front of the TV, it's usually a weekend. Um, and it's, you know, we're trying to have that, you know, that connection, that connection with each other, with our families, and, and that calmness with ourselves. No phones at the table. We try, Daddy, no phones at the table. We do most the of the time. The other day I said, I almost said no uh, no uh, Apple Watches at yeah, the table, Yeah, the Apple too. Watch at the table can be bad sometimes. Um, but what was interesting is we have um, an eating area in our kitchen, but we also have a dining room. And during COVID, we started eating in the dining room because the kitchen table became project or, ga- or family games. Um, and we've kept that up, so yeah. which I think is nice because we use the dining room. Um, um, and it sets us apart from the rest of the house, so there is less distractions. There, the, there is no TV near us. There is just the four of us. Hey, how many people use their dining room? I mean, we use our dining room almost every day. No, we're rocking it. We're, we're killing it. I like using the dining. I love room. it. I like that we move dinners in there. Also, other things, Allison, is just to schedule that time to schedule your me time. I agree, and I think that mom entrepreneurs often have a really hard time doing that because. We have the guilt of, well, if I'm not working, I should be taking care of the kids or the laundry or this, or I need to do this for PTO or I need to get this ready for Cub Scouts. So I know personally, I have a really hard time. Uh, I work from home on Fridays because it's easier with trying to manage our son's schedule. Um, and after I get him to school, finally, I come back and I try to work and I try to do laundry. And it's like, and I feel like some days when you're home, I come back and you're sitting in your taking you time playing video games. I was like, I, I, 
I, I don't get to do that on the day that I'm home. Well, I think the other hard thing is with you, Allison, that's different than me is you, you don't, it's hard for you to, you don't have hobbies. I have hobbies. I'm like, and I'm that guy, I will fully admit that I'm that guy, who, like I have too many hobbies. Like you have a lot I've, of hobbies. I've tried to pare down my hobbies in the, in the last couple of years, but you know, I think part of that is, is that you need to try to find something. You need to try to find something that is for you or for you and your spouse. If it's golfing together, if it's going out and doing something, if it's riding bikes, whatever it is. Right. And I think that we've gotten better at that. But but again, it's still, you've got to work at it. You've got to make it intentional. Yeah, it's still a struggle, I think. I mean, we're, I think we're getting there. And I mean, uh, to be honest with you, what we're doing right now is part of that. I yes. Mean, gr- granted, it's it's a lot of us talking about work and business, and but know, it's fun. This is what we find enjoyable. We, do find we this like enjoyable. to work on the yard and the house and cleaning and together. And yeah, doing a podcast is a hobby. Yeah. Ever, yeah, I have a hobby. You have Woo-hoo! a hobby. See, you could say that. You know, so that's one of those things where it's like it's hard because it is for me. A lot of times, I do feel like it's easy for me to find me time because I'll just go to the golf course and hit some golf balls, or you know, I've got baseball, or I'll go out with my camera and do some photography. I mean, there's just a lot of, I got a lot of stuff going on in my head. And I'm not super sporty. No, but and I think that's part of like, you know, I think I, I, if I had to give advice, I would say find a hobby, find something that you like to do that's yours. Right. So I think there's a lot there, Allison. There's a lot that we do, um, you know, to kind of sum up the balancing of kids and work and business, life and business. I think the first thing I would say is it's, it's, it's not easy. And it's impossible to do perfect. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are seasons when we do it well, and there are seasons when we don't. And I think the thing to remember is that when you're going through a hard time or a great time, that it's a season, you know? Um, I love, we have a quote on the wall in our home office that says, success is not final, failure is not fatal. It's the courage to continue that counts. So when we're in a season where one of us has to spend a lot more time with the kids or one of a, or we're spending a lot more time in the business, that's work-life balance. It doesn't mean everything is equal. Sometimes you're in a season where you need to devote more time to one thing or another. And the great thing about running your own business is you can make that adjustment for yourself and your family. Or like sometimes we have to do, we divide and conquer. I'll take deal with the kids stuff and you deal with the work stuff more or vice versa. Yeah. So I, I definitely would say if you get a chance, take a moment and listen to or, or read Michael Hyatt's Living Forward. I think it really kind of helps you as a person really start to define better those things that are important and help you kind of get a plan of action for it. Hey, Craig, and if they, we can give them 30 days free to get that book listened to. Yes, we can give you free 30 days on Audible if you go to audibletrial.com slash bizmary. That's audibletrial.com slash bizmary. You could listen to that book. There's other books you could listen to, Oh, too. lots of books. I love it. I'm yeah. always listening to a book there. Yeah, so definitely check it out, audibletrial.com slash bizmary. The other thing you could do, Allison, Visit our website. Visit our website, marriedwithabusiness.net. It's up, and it's the other thing it has is links to all of these resources that we talk about. And I know, like, I, I know we've talked about Michael Hyatt before on the show. We've talked about Christy Wright. We talked about Dave Ramsey and Brene Brown. We've talked about 
all these authors and all of that information is on our website. There's a little link on there. It says resources. You go to it. You'll see everything that we talked about. Yeah, you can click right through to Audible or you can click right through to more information about the book. So definitely check it out. Full Focus Planners up there, Michael Hyatt stuff. So go to our website and visit it, marriedwithabusiness.net. We'll be back next week with another show. Hopefully it's spring, Allison. It'll get warmer next week. I hope so. I'm wrapped up in a blanket right now. Every week it gets a little bit warmer in the spring, so don't worry. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening this week. And remember, find us online. Visit our website, marriedwithabusiness.net. You can find us online, too, on every social media platform, at BizMarried. And uh, remember, not only is it important to focus on your business, but also your marriage, because we're Married with a Business. Business.